Blog Talk Radio. This is the Chab Dogs Sports Talk Show. We're ADHD hosts that are OCD about our sports. Host Brandon Chabner brings you Eric the Well Red, Frank the Tank, and Boston Mark for sports talk that's breaking news everywhere else. Now, here's your host, Brandon Chabner. Dog Sports Talk. This is the uh, on the verge of a major vacation show, and uh, it'll be the last show we do. I do for a couple of weeks. Um, Eric the Well Red Sove will be uh, stepping in next week and the week after for some uh, to lead the uh, lead the effort, and uh, he'll have some things planned for that. Uh, we've got a got a good show for you today. Uh, hopefully Eric will be calling in. Uh, Mark Caruso should be joining us later. I don't know where Frank and uh, Stan are. Hopefully they will call in. If not, it's going to be me for a while and um, maybe give me a chance to play some some uh, clips that I haven't heard in a while and uh, talk about what I think is going on. And uh, this, is, uh, this is one of my favorite months, the month of August, right before... Uh, the year really gets kind of serious and intense after Labor Day. So um, I hope everybody's having a great August with their family vacations, whatever they're doing. I'm going to uh, Nantucket, Mass. I know I'm going to really enjoy that and uh, spend uh, probably two weeks, uh, or well, not two, I wish two weeks, ten days uh, watching Red Sox games and hanging out with my family and doing things on the beautiful island of Nantucket. Cape Cod in August is a glorious um, experience, and I highly recommend it. Uh, this show is brought to you by Chab Dog Sports Blog for your head of your sports headlines and biting sports commentary. Check us out at uh, chabdog.com. Also, uh, you can find out more about my law firm, uh, Law Office of Brandon Chabner, at chabnerlaw.com. That's another sponsor for this show. We provide uh, transactional services, transactional legal services. So um, uh, check that out. Help with contract drafting, contract negotiations, uh, pre-litigation matters, get involved in in, uh, uh, kind of back and forth before something goes into litigation. I can help you with uh, those kinds of things, writing letters, strategizing, uh, directing you to the right people that could help you in a litigation scenario. Uh, also, regulatory compliance, deal with government agencies, writing letters, assessing how to uh, how to uh, comport and uh, satisfy regulations that affect your business. 
think of me for that. And uh, I've been doing that for doing this stuff for over. Well, let's see. I, I started transactional law in 1997, um, and before that, I was I did do litigation for almost four years at some major, at uh, Fulbright, Fulbright Jaworski in working in D.C. and Houston. So I have I have a lot of experience and um, can give clients personalized service. I don't work at a big firm, so. Um, when you're hiring me, you get me and not uh, somebody that's uh, working under me and uh, you have my attention, which I think is important. Um, all right, well, let's talk about sports. That's what we do on this show. Uh, I'm looking here at the Major League standings, and uh, there's really uh, <clears throat> there aren't that many races that are up for grabs. The uh, the most intense divisional races are the AL Central with the Indians and the Twins battling it out. Both of those teams have uh, excellent records. The Twins are right now 71-46. Uh, the Indians are 70-47, and so it's only one game separating them. Uh, they're playing a series right now. I think they split the first two games, and so uh, <clears throat> Cleveland would love to win the the series finale and end up uh, tied with the Twins uh, going into the um, you know as of the middle of August. This these two teams are are better than I thought. Um, the Twins did lose. I thought they lost uh, Nelson Cruz, which doesn't help them. He's I think kind of their um, you know he's their leader and he's the most experienced hitter they have. Um, oh, we got a caller in. Let's see who this is. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Frank. Hey, hey. man. I was, help, I was hoping you'd call in for a bit, so uh, this is Frank Fleming from Sports Encyclopedia. Um, I mean, uh, the Mets are on fire. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's been a stunning turnaround. <laughs> Just when you, you threw in the towel, and uh, look what happened. That, well, when you're 10 light? under, you have to throw in a towel. I mean, 10 under, you don't even yeah. think you're you think you're gonna end up being 20 under. Yeah, it's true. I mean, when you get to be double digits under, it's like you might as well be 100 under because it seems like it's it's just way out of out of uh, control, bad. And how are you ever gonna fix that? But um, they. I they, mean, they, they, I mean, I mean, they've won 15 out of 16, which is incredible. And the way they're winning now, it's it's just amazing. Yeah, well, they're 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 giving the Nationals fits in the ninth inning, aren't they? And and their uh, their relief pitching, I guess they figured out how to how to solve that problem somehow. Yeah, the Mets bullpen has not been bad last month. Yeah. So uh, are you? Uh, so then they have a game tonight, the series finale in at City Field, right? Uh yeah, well the game is uh, an afternoon game actually. And uh, who who's pitching for the Mets today? Degrom. Oh well, let's see. It's, I mean, they got the they got they got some great starters, so it it really it's starting to look pretty good for them. If you know they don't have any major injuries, uh, and the hitting yeah. holds up. Well, well, Cano. Uh, who knows when Cano's gonna be back? But looking up and down, uh. All they need to do is win the series, and they have a chance. 
How far out of the wild card are they? Half game. That's it. Half game. Amazing. Half game. Wow. Cause, yeah, because the National League is just, just so kind of mediocre that uh, this is that's the way this sets up. And, uh, the, you know, they just have to play good baseball now. <laughs> the, the Mets record is better than the Red Sox record right now, isn't it? Or about the same? It's about the same. Yeah, I have to ask Mark about that. <laughs> uh, I just got my clothes in the dryer. I tell you, doing laundry sucks. We had to go to a laundromat. Yeah. And then you have people just take up every damn machine. They put like two things in one machine. Yeah, that shouldn't be allowed. That's a waste of. I mean, that's a, a, a two machine, two things in a dryer. Yeah, and they put it on tumble low for two hours. Well, have you ever have you ever uh, sped the machine up uh, without their permission? <laughs> I guess that's enough to cause a riot, right? It might might cause a fight. Yeah, probably. But I got two Londa. I always end up taking two dryers. Because that's how just uh, just uh, I have basically two loads of clothes that I just shove yeah. into one washer, one oversized washer, and then I put into uh, a dryer or two dryers, and that's all I do. Are you washing clothes every other week, or is it actually every week? Every week. Every week. Can't you, why can't you just let it go for like two or three weeks? Oh, because uh, I'd run out of underwear and then uh, it would just get uh, too crazy, too heavy, too too many clothes to wash. Okay. Yeah, I go for like three weeks. I got a lot of underwear. I just load up on underwear. <laughs> you got you to gotta try that sometime. Just buy more underwear. Ugh, ugh. But then, uh, then the clothes just pile up and become a mountain. I don't want to have wow. that happen either. Oh, okay. Now, everybody, you got your system. Stick with it. That's fine. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> yeah. So the the Mets are looking pretty. They're looking good for the playoffs, and because uh, I don't I don't like uh, the way Philadelphia is playing. And. Um, who else? Is, it, is there a more overrated player than Bryce Harper? Yeah, I, I hard to hard to really um, find anybody that's paid paid so much out and in you know. Out, he so had one MVP season. He has flashes where sometimes he looks like he looks like the people that started. They say he is, but lately he bats two thirty. His home run numbers aren't. Aren't that impressive? Yeah, and he's not. He doesn't have a great attitude. No, he's a he's a prick. Yeah, he is a prick. He's a prick and a prima donna. It's a bad combination. So no stand today. I wanted to talk to him about the uh, the Baltimore punching bags. Yeah, that was a that was obscene. What happened to them last night? I was watching the highlights of that game. 
I mean, those those pitches were just coming in straight and easy, those fastballs, weren't they? Was, what about the was, Yankees? The Yankees have won 15 straight games at Camden Yards. And this year they hit – they've hit – so far this year, they've hit 52 home runs against the Orioles, 40 of them <laughs> at uh, Camden Yards. No, excuse me, 44 of them at Camden Yards, which is as many runs as the Orioles have scored against the Yankees at Camden Yards. Yeah, yeah. But if that wasn't the Yankees this weekend, right? That was the Astros. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they played the Yankees over Monday through Friday, Monday through Wednesday, and now they're getting obliterated by the Astros. <laughs> <laughs> and now they go back to Yankee Stadium. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Talking about kicking a guy when he's down, man. This this is just cruel and unusual punishment. This is worse than capital punishment. I mean, you know, right now he, the American League has got some. The National League, okay, the Marlins are terrible. The Marlins, uh, Marlins are I'll terrible. The, the Pirates are completely depressed. They're they're just they're just they need some drugs or something because they they've just <laughs> fucking died. They will not win. Uh, does Clint Hurdle uh, come back next year? Uh, I don't know why he would. I really don't. That they're they're just psychologically dead. They're not responding, and he's had so many chances. It's it's probably you know it's hard to blame him because they can't keep anybody. But I I don't know why you keep him. I mean, really I mean, the laws, the, 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 that's one of the reasons the Mets got uh, turned things around. They took five out of six against the Pirates. Yeah. Yeah, the Pirates. I mean, last Sunday's down. game against the, the Mets Pirate game. I mean, the Mets just just went into Pittsburgh on that last Sunday and just just were teeing off. Well, that was the thirteen to two game. Yeah. Oh God, that was yeah that I, that was utterly humiliating. <laughs> the Pirates. And the Pirates were under We Are Family uniforms. Yeah, that didn't help. That didn't help. Uh, they just for no reason either. They they were doing fine until the All Star break. They're almost five hundred, and then they came back from that, and uh, they just refused to win. Everything just died. I don't know. Well, Maybe you know what's hurt is Josh Bell is. Josh Bell's been in a massive slump. He's not injured. He's just in a slump. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard much from him. Yeah, he hasn't. Has he hit a home run since the All Star break? Maybe one. I don't I mean, know. I don't know if he has. Uh, he was batting like uh, would I know when uh, when the Mets are facing him. They said his batting average at, uh, since the also break was like 140. I mean, he's like he fell off the cliff. Why does that happen? It's just and it seems like every other day they're playing the Cardinals, you know, or the Brewers, and those, oh. they 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 suck against those teams, man. They. The Cardinals killed. I, I think I, I think Paul Goldschmidt has like uh, fourteen home runs against the Pirates this year. Yeah, that guy's that guy's just you know the head the head torturer. Uh, so yeah, the Cardinals, the Cardinals, and the Brewers and the Cubs are kind of just gonna hang around together, and that the Mets have to win. The Mets have to get about, I'd say, 15 games over 500 to really 
nail down that playoff spot. I mean, it's still going to be tough. The Mets still need something. They need another bat, maybe. Maybe yeah, uh, the, I, the true center fielder. Mm-hmm. Of course, they can't Who's get it this ce- year. Who's their center fielder now? Uh, they've been... They've been playing with two uh, infielders in the outfield and moving Michael Conforto from right field to center field. Yeah, that's a temp. That's just a that's just a, a fill in the gap type of option. That's not really a long. I mean, plan. Uh, Jeff McNeil looks like the type of guy that could play anywhere. You put it. You give him a glove, he'll go. He'll be able to play it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's batting three thirty-three. He's a slash and burn hitter that showed a little power since the All-Star break. He's batting three thirty-three. Yes, and he's slumping. Wow. He was batting three forty-six at the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not a terrible slump. That's just a little. Yeah. Wow. Jeff McNeil's been uh, Jeff McNeil's been above three thirty all season. I mean the Mets the Mets have a center fielder, but he can't hit. And he played yesterday, and he got pinch hit for by Louis Guillaume, who hit his first major league homer as the Mets tied the game in the eighth. And that's uh, Juan Eighty Ligaris. The reason I call him Juan Eighty is he has batting average. <laughs> 180, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, his batting average has been below 200 all year. So he's one. That's why he's one. One followed by the number, and that's his batting average. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, I guess the, the hitting is something I don't know if I, st- I really trust, but, you know, It'll, it is what it is, I, and then you got to hope that uh, these guys are producing all year. They'll keep doing it for another month and a half. I mean, Pete Alonso, Pete Alonso's uh, close they to, really to, to setting the National League rookie record for home runs. He's got to be getting close, right? He's got 40? No, 38. 38, and, and what's the record? The National League record is 39. Yeah, so he's... he's and it's not an old record. Get it. It's only... The record's, the record's only been around for a couple of years. Oh. I don't remember who said it. Bellinger. Oh, Bellinger. Now, that's a guy with a swing. Yeah. And, of course, the American League record is uh, Aaron Judge with 52. Uh, McGuire had 49. That was also a big year for rookies. That was the old record. And if uh, Pete Alonso hits 50 home runs, I have promised to join the Polar Bear Club. Uh-oh. Are you you know the Polar that? Bear Club is, right? Yeah, you got to You know the Polar Bear Club is right. Ice cold water in the middle of the winter somewhere. 
Yeah, these guys go like to like Coney Island or Jones Beach and they get in the water. <laughs> I want a video. And they of that. do it like they do it in yeah. January. <laughs> yeah, we everybody wants to see that. That'll be uh, great publicity for you. Yeah. It, it it looks like it could happen. He's got he's got uh, forty five fifty games and he's got to hit eleven home runs or twelve home runs. He can 12. do it. Twelve. Did you see him? Uh, <laughs> did you see him strip uh, Conforto? No. Conforto had a walk off hit Friday night when the Mets uh-huh. uh, were down three runs to take the, they uh, won the game in the ninth inning on uh, four runs. Uh, three run yeah. homer by Todd Fraser and a walk off hit by Conforto. Yeah. Uh, so all you see, you know, when all the players come running out and they like jump on the player that hits the game winning hit. Yeah. So they're celebrating, and Michael Conforto, who I guess doesn't wear a T-shirt under his jersey, had his uh, uniform shirt ripped off. On the mil- in the middle of the field. In the middle of the field. <laughs> yeah. No, I wish I wish they had done that to his mother actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you know his we mother. <laughs> you know she won the gold medal uh, at the uh, 84 Olympics. In in uh, swimming or something? What was the sport? Synchronized swimming. See, I knew she was a swimmer. I don't know why. But <laughs> yeah, the synchronized swimmers are, can, can be very attractive. <laughs> that doesn't. Yeah, she won. Me, uh, so. She won mm-hmm. two gold medals in the uh, one the uh, the duet and the uh, one the individual at the eighty four Olympics. <laughs> I have to check that out. What's her first name? Uh, Tracy Ruiz. Tracy Ruiz. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out and post some pictures. <laughs> um. So, uh, you know, I guess the other big story in the the majors is the Twins are uh, hanging on and they have this ridiculous record. They're uh, they're surprised. They've surprised a lot of people, and uh, they're holding off Cleveland somehow. Do you think they're for real? They got a good hitting lineup. They're pitching suspect. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I, I think that they. I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, I think it's going to be uh, go down to wire with them and the Indians. I think either one of them could get a wild card spot too. Well, that's certainly the way it's looking, because uh, they're ahead of Oakland and Tampa Bay by two and a half or three games, and then the Red Sox are barely on life support. I mean, they have to they have to start winning every freaking game, because uh, I, I I mean, well, well, they they played the, they played the Royals and they lost one of the Royals, inexcusable. Right, and then the other one was suspended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they they could lose that one too. That's that that that's a, you can't lose to the Royals. You can't lose one to the Royals. That's a free game. And uh, especially they, they, at home. Yeah. Especially at home, you can't lose. You gotta you gotta pound the Royals. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the, uh, the, uh, the Angels, who had an eight-game losing streak, beat them last night. Right. They beat the crap out of them last night. Rick Porcello I mean, looked, the, uh, looked crappy again. The Red Sox won the first two games of that series. I mean, the way the Angels are playing, you can't have a night like that. Yeah. You know, well, I found, uh, you know what I found ridiculous is that uh, Mike Trout never had a home run at Fenway Park until last night. Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't play that many games there, so. No, he doesn't, so uh, maybe that's it, but it is a little surprising yeah. considering uh, the, the level of star he is. I think it was the only park that he hadn't hit a home run in. Well, now that's. That that's over. The only American League park, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, American League, yeah. Because yeah, you know, National like... Parks, he doesn't play it enough. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, they have to win tonight. Um, I don't know who's pitching, but probably their their <laughs> pitching just isn't good enough. Yeah, Chris Hill had a good game uh, Thursday. But Chris Sale, Chris Sale's terrible seasons killed him. Uh, I think David Price might be, uh, like, uh, hurt now. Oh. They might have to bring Ivaldi out of the bullpen. Then what are they going to do? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Let's see yeah, what Mark it, has to say, but it's. <laughs> Uh, I think I think Mark needs to start focusing on Patriots football. Yeah, I'm sure he will. Uh, I I haven't been following the NFL very much. I just can't I can't stand preseason football. But um, did 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 Bell did Bell look did he play in the uh, Jenny the no. Jets game so far? No. No. Why not? Thunderstorms in the area, and it was the first preseason game, so he didn't even uh, didn't even didn't even suit up. <laughs> he doesn't suit up for thunderstorms. <laughs> he didn't want to get the a Jets cold. Did, I, and it was a giant game. It was a, gi- a giant game too. So they they only they only had the regulars play one series anyway, and they decided to hold him out. <laughs> How about the other former Steeler? Oh, that I'm guy, not wearing that, that helmet. I'm retiring. <laughs> What's what is so bad about that helmet? Can you explain this? He says the new helmet. It's hard for him to see out of. <laughs> really? Maybe and maybe they, it doesn't and he, fit him right. And the rule is a... the rule is the 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 old helmets now they're mandating that these these. Uh, more con- good uh, against concussions. There's a number of players, and I and I think the NFL screwed this up. I actually think the NFL, as they always do, I think they should grandfather it. Yeah, I mean, if if somebody insists on wearing their old helmet, you you could just have them sign some kind of a waiver of liability, which just says I understand that I may be taking on additional risk by using this older older version helmet. You know who one of the players that's affected, don't you? What's that? 
you know one of the players who has to change his helmet is, don't you? Tom Brady, right? Tom Brady. Is and is that a problem for him? If it is, he's not saying it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, did you watch any of the Hard Knocks this week? No, I don't watch. I don't get H. Is that on HBO or Showtime? Yeah, HBO. Yeah, I, I don't get HBO, so um, you can tell me about it, but I didn't see they it. They had one of the guys from Last Chance U. Uh, what was his name? Reggie Allen or something? I forgot the guy's name. Yeah, it's not even worth even knowing the guy's name. Yeah, but you know, there's another there's another uh, series called Last Chance U, where like these uh, troubled uh, college students go to this like Division two school, I forgot what it's called, and they like try to like uh, get one more chance to play football. And anyway, mm-hmm. so the Raiders gave him a con- gave him a tryout, and he's getting winded in preseason. Crawling on the ground. Hey, that is going to be this tough. Then he got tired and said, uh, my foot's hurting. Then he didn't even show up to the trainer the next day. So the Raiders <laughs> had to cut his ass. Yeah, nothing works out for the Raiders. Let's face it. <laughs> <laughs> They're hopeless. But, uh, but this, I mean, how pathetic is You took a – the Raiders gave you a chance. And you just go out and you 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 look like that much of a bum. I mean, it was clear he didn't belong on the NFL field. Clear. Mhm. Well, this is going to be a major disappointment for the Raiders if if Antonio Brown just doesn't play. I can't believe this is going to turn into anything. I mean, just find him a helmet that fits. How could how could uh, you know, it, 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 uh, it, it, The Steelers must be so glad that Bell and Brown are so far away. Yeah, yeah, good riddance. They're not going to miss them at all. I mean, maybe Tomlin Brown. could get could get back control of that locker somehow. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem with the Steelers. It's always drama. And they say the problem is Tomlin lets the players run roughshod so much that uh, Ben Roethlisberger has now become like the uh, the disciplinarian of the team. Mm-hmm. And you, that, you can't have that. You can't have a player. And basically, it's, it's got that the players don't like Ben Roethlisberger anymore because he's always, like, yelling at them. Get serious, get serious, and it's like he does. He has to be like the, the parent to the players, and he's lost his camaraderie with the players. Yeah, well, that's that's they, that they the Steelers have them only themselves to blame for that. They, they never really uh, exerted enough control over Tomlin. You know, it's just um, he he's got too much job security. Well, the Steelers don't fire anybody. Yeah. Do you know how many? Really, really? Do you get this? How many coaches have the Steelers had since 1969? Three, right? Three. 
that's, that's three incredible. coaches in 50 years. <laughs> yeah, this is a team that had three coaches in one season. Teams that change coaches like every other year. Well, the Dolphins, <laughs> the last 20 years haven't been too kind. But the Dolphins at one point, they had uh, they had two coaches Don for Shula. Uh, they Shula to J- Jimmy Johnson. That was like 30 years, only two coaches in a 30-year period. That was pretty good. And didn't they have, uh, didn't they have that guy? Who was that guy they had with a mustache? Um, Wanstad. What Dave wants that, yeah, yeah. From Chicago. So what's up, Chad yeah. Dog? Hey Mark. I'm gonna see you next week. See yeah. you next week. That'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. You get to hang out with me and my son. Mark's driving me from the uh from Logan to the uh to the ferry in, in Hyannis. Oh that Hyannis. sounds fun. Yeah, we're going to Nantucket. Yeah, then I'm gonna go swimming with the sharks. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you should, you so should come up, to Frankie? Nantucket. <laughs> Frankie, you going to Nantucket, my father spent the summer there. Are you going to go to Amity Island? Yeah. The mayor says the water's fine. There's no sharks out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is the beach Chief is Brody going to be there? I want Chief Brody to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be classic. <laughs> You know, uh, down Revere Beach, uh, every summer they show Jaws. They put it on the projection <laughs> TV. So what you can a great sit on the beach watch. and watch Jaws. You know, on the, 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 Jaws, the Jaws series. I mean, you got the first one was a, is an all-time classic. The second one was yeah. okay. The I third like the one, there was one, the 3D. No, I, said, I didn't say it was bad. I said it was okay. It wasn't a bad movie. Where the shark the gets third one? Yeah. <laughs> That was good. The third one, that one started uh, to suck. Yeah. And the fourth one was just ridiculously absurd. They need to just burn the film. Well, isn't that isn't that like what happened with Rocky? The same thing. I think they're still making Rockies. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're still making Rockies. There's now, well, there was Rocky one, two, three, four. In Rocky Five, which was a total, total train wreck. Then he did Rocky Balboa, which is Rocky Six, where he got he got challenged by uh, the heavyweight champion. He was 65 years old, and he uh, ended up going to distance, which was stupid. But otherwise, wasn't that bad a movie? And then he's done two Apollo Creed movies. He's done Creed One and Creed Two. You're up on all Which this. Which is now about Creed's, Creed's, Apollo Creed's illegitimate son that nobody knew he had. Wow. Except for him. <laughs> and the wife, of course. The girl. Yeah. The whore. The whore. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, the, the guy that plays him is from Newark, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. They haven't so been Frank. bad though. The Creed movies haven't been too bad. They, and now, and and in the Creed movies, Rocky's now taking on yeah. sort of like the Mickey role. Right. Well, he's almost as old as him. 
Rocky's becoming like so, uh, like Burgess uh, Meredith. Yeah, Mickey, like he's gonna yeah he's gonna get the earpiece and the sweater and the little hat. So uh, <laughs> Frank, did you notice that the Patriots like didn't even dress like twenty people and they still beat the shit out of Detroit? <laughs> that was a wipeout, wasn't it? Like thirty. Well, first off, <laughs> first off, preseason's preseason. <laughs> Second off, the Detroit Lions are a joke. Yeah. Matt Patricia yeah, has nine sacks. Around, huh? They put Matt Stafford on the Who cares down. about preseason? The Dolphins won their preseason game, too. It doesn't mean shit. I know. I know. <laughs> you know what does mean something, though? The Patriots have Jamie Collins back, and he's actually, like, the size of Andre Tippett now. I mean, do you realize... Do you realize that... Uh, the year the Lions went yeah. winless, they went undefeated mm-hmm. in the preseason. Well, Frank, I'm just letting you know, the Patriots are not allowing anyone to score this year. Right? This is going to be the defense. They're going to actually have like a top five defense and the top five offense this year. Wow, you don't think you're jumping the gun a little bit? I mean, why don't we wait and see what nah, happens? Nah, secondary. Secondary is ridiculous. They have the best corner in the league right now, followed by uh, in the, anybody's pro football focused in the top 30, what, six in the other corner. Then they get one of the top five safeties, Devin McCourty. Uh, so you got pretty good secondary right there with those three. Not to mention your slot corner, Jonathan Jones. They got a second-round pick. He's like 6'3", 220. He's been smashing people. The linebackers are just retarded voted. You know, Jamie Conn, All right, guys. Alvin Noy. Dante I got my clothes Kyle. in the dryer. What? Your clothes are on fire? I got to get my clothes out of the dryer. Wait, how many? What's the wins for the Dolphins this year? Just checking. Did you change it? Probably gonna be fucking seven again because they like to torture me. Seven. Oh, come on, Frank. Why don't you at least say Frank? Say there's eight. no way you're gonna win seven. Who's your quarterback, Frank? I hope it's Josh Rosen. Oh, Rosen. And you think you're gonna win seven games with him? <laughs> Mark. Can you, Mark. Can you throw the ball further than twenty? Three and thirteen. Then go seven and nine. What? Frank, you, then, then you're hoping that you have people that can actually. Yeah, but that's that's assuming that you have someone that knows how to pick players, which actually this year the Patriots did. Last year their whole draft got wiped out by injuries. And uh, so it seems like they found a backup for uh, Julian Edelman, this kid Braxton Berrios, number 14. You're going to like him, Frank. You're going to really like him. Did you well, Mark, like okay, so they got to go. I got to get my clothes out of the dryer, and I got to get out of my day. It's like uh, the Patriots are really deep this year. Deep. I got to get my clothes out of the dryer, and I got to get get out of my day. So you're ready to order your Patriots shit? All right. All right, Frank. Enjoy your day. All right. All right. Hey, Mark. I got it. I got a good clip for you. I got a um, 
Why remember he this? Doing never watch during the show. I know. I talked to him about that. He said he he has to do it every week or the clothes pile up too much. Oh, I don't Jesus, understand I mean, it because I I do it I do it like every three weeks. Yeah, but one of his pants is probably like three yards. Yeah, they take up a lot of space in the hamper. So imagine, yeah, imagine like six pairs of pants. That's a. That's probably talking like that's pretty about right. You get a hernia if you try to lift that basket after a week, right? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, there's not even a basket big enough for that shit. Mm-hmm. So I mean, hey, he's you, probably uh, got the whole place is probably yelling at him. Let's go, move your shit. You got <laughs> what's he take out? One pair of fucking <laughs> one pair of pants. <laughs> I like to see uh, one of. He, he needs to send me a picture <laughs> of one of his undies. I want to see what they look like. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? They must be like all different colors, <laughs> like the rainbow. You know, the worst thing imaginable. I don't know. How long do you think one of his underwears lasts? Like one one time around, twice, and they gotta, you know, they gotta be destroyed. <laughs> I mean, he can't wear them more than twice. <laughs> they'll fucking the fucking underwear company. He'll probably send them back, and they'll say, "Fuck you." That's a lot of material, man. Six X, six X underwear. Jesus. Holy shit. That's, I've never even seen that size. I don't even know. What do you have to go to a special store just to get that? <laughs> it's a, it's I mean, a special store. Have you ever seen a 6X? I've never. I've seen a 3X. Yeah, I think I've seen a 3X. That's it. That's um, it. Like, and that's only stuff. Um, wow. I notice, and that's usually like you see a two X at everywhere else. It's like extra, extra large is the biggest they got. I never seen no fucking six X. What do you wear? Me, I have a couple of things at a three X, but I mainly wear a two X. Yeah. Now, like your your, but your underwear is two X. Yeah, two X. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't I'm like extra sure. large underwear. I like a two X. I don't like it when it's too baggy. Yeah. Yeah, I just get Hanes. You know what I mean? Right out, right out of the pack. I'm not uh, yeah. fussy. I like their socks too. I hope they're I made in box. America. I should, I should read and see if it is made in China. I guess everything's made in China. Well, everything that's made in China is going to cost more these days. So, <laughs> yeah, Trump fucking he, he put a big uh, tax on him, right? Yeah, a tariff. So you're gonna notice that shit, I think. So that's gonna be for sneakers, everything, right? I think. What so. about Malaysia? Are they involved maybe, in this? Because I, I think a lot of shit is made in Malaysia. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I got a clip Pretty here. That, uh, the uh, yeah. you ever watch you ever watch uh, stock car racing? Oh yeah. Yeah, this was a good race. This you remember? This was a race a long time ago. See if you can 
tell me what year this was. It was a famous uh, Daytona 500 ending, uh, which actually ended up in a fight between the drivers. Here, listen to this. The white flag is out. One lap to go. This is the last lap. Stand by for Two of the greatest fiddling here, fidgeting with first place. Some of the strikes in the last lap, trying to take it home. It's all come down to this. Out of turn two, Donnie Allison in first. Where will Kale make his move? He comes to the inside. Donnie Allison throws the block. Kale hits him. He slides. In the backstretch are the leaders. Watching for the leaders because they're still up in turns three and four. The leaders are up in turns three and four. Coming down, Richard Petty is now pulling out in front. Darrell Waltrip is in second. A.J. Boyd is in third. Here they come. Waltrip trying to slingshot. Petty is out in front. At the line, Waltrip is Petty wins it. Let's look again at that crash. Here it is. They're in the into the turn already, spinning, sliding. The hopes for Donnie Allison vanish. Cale Yarbrough trying to win his third. He's out of it. A sad moment for these people, but for Richard Petty, hurt all of last year, driving most of the year with a broken and battered body. He comes home a winner today after 45 straight losses. And here comes a $60,000 car becoming a 22-passenger school bus to bring his crew to victory lane. And, and there's a fight between Cale Yarborough and Donnie Allison. The tempers overflowing. They're angry. They know they have lost. And what a bitter defeat. A couple of very hard men, very hardly upset. And Bobby Allison is stopped by his brother to help. Richard Petty in car number 43 battling Darrell Waltrip. Here they come to the line. The photo finish camera was on the checkered flag and for Waltrip going right down on the apron as he grappled with Richard Petty for first place. But there was no stopping Petty for his sixth win. A man who has lost 40% of his stomach in the past two or three months, who drove hurt all last year, who hasn't had a win in a long time, comes home the winner of the 21st annual Daytona 500. Coming up next on CBS Today, the NBA. For David Hobbs, Brock Yates, Ned Jarrett, Mary Ann Bunch, I'm Ken Squire. We've been delighted to bring you flag-to-flag coverage of perhaps the most amazing, astonishing Daytona 500 in history. Yep, that was, uh, that was pretty cool. They, these, these drivers, you know, they, the guy that was in second uh, tried to pass the guy in first, Davey Allison, and he got the, the the guy got blocked and they hit each other and I mean I, I don't know if I've ever seen that in a race. And then so, and then the, and then, the, and then, then Petty won it. Yeah, Pet the guy in third so won. The second place guy won it. The guy in third won because the, the the guy in second you know hit the guy in first and they took each other out <laughs> right before the finish line. <laughs> and then they're starting to then they're fighting on the race course after the. <laughs> and the guy that was in first, Donnie Allison, has a brother, Bobby Allison, and Bobby Allison stopped his car and got into the fight. <laughs> <laughs> it was great.
Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Uh, Maybe you should have been so a Frank race car doesn't driver. want to hear about. I would I would have done it. Maybe I'll still yeah. do it. So I just got to yeah. trim down a little. I think you got to be like 200 pounds. Yeah. Yeah, you're carrying a little too much weight. It's going to slow the car down, I think. Yeah. You know? I think most of them are real light, but yeah, I think if you're around 180, 200, you're all right. I was reading, yeah, I was reading about one of the famous drivers, uh, this guy Benny Parsons, um, and they said that he, they said that he was a cab driver for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, see that? Be good training. I've been practicing yeah. for years. I think those guys I'd be, get a lot. I'd of, be a driver. Yeah, you get, you get, and you, you know, get all the girls. The girls love, would love you. Can you imagine oh, that? Oh, well, for race car drivers, I mean, yeah, they do get a lot of girls. Walk around in that suit. Maybe the Patriots could um, could sponsor you or something. I don't think they would want to sponsor me. <laughs> but that would be pretty cool if they did. Um, so, yeah, Frank didn't even take any shots at the Red Sox, like, he just folds. Like, he hits the Patriots, and he just folds. I mean, yeah. is it because Brady came running on the field looking like he's, like, 32 instead of 42? I mean, it's obvious, right? He made a deal with the devil. Uh, he's actually I getting know. younger. He, doesn't, he mean, doesn't fucking age. It's sick. No, yeah, he doesn't age at all. Whatever he whatever he does witchcraft or whatever it's working. Yeah, I know he's taking. He must have the most rigidly controlled diet and lifestyle of anybody in history. I mean, he's probably putting absolutely the best stuff in his body that you could put in there. They said even when he eats ice cream, he has a special ice cream, avocado ice cream. It's like really expensive stuff, but like, you know. Like you said, uh, he goes to make a shake, and he's got all the stuff right there, like the granola. The... He doesn't make anything really special. I saw they they followed him around in that um that six pot series, uh, time versus Brady or whatever it was there. And um, yeah, he seemed like he, he had doesn't. pretty average stuff. He doesn't drink though, right? Does he? Is he totally uh, alcohol no, free? No, he drinks. Uh, no, he, he drinks, drinks on occasion. Yeah, he, uh, like he likes beer, so he'll drink a few beers. But uh, mainly, no, he doesn't drink. He said uh, he's really into stuff that is um, antioxidants and anti-inflammatory stuff, like um, mm. what's that? That blue acai berry stuff. All that stuff that's supposed to really make stuff um, not be swollen, you know, all your joints feel good. Mhm. He probably, so. yeah, he probably takes uh, some stuff for his joints that you need to take. I take, I take this stuff, uh, chondroitin, which is makes me feel better. Oh yeah. Your aches and pains. Yeah. He's yeah. into everything being all natural. Uh, does he do a lot of running? Uh, he seems to. You know, he seems like he does a lot of running. Uh, in his workouts that he showed, he was doing a lot of band work and a lot of these, like, deep tissue massages that um, 
I did to make them more pliable. Yeah. Which means uh, less likely to get injured. John Gruden was making fun of it one night on Monday Night Football, but um, <clears throat> I don't know if you noticed, but Hard Knocks is doing the Raiders. Have you seen any of it? Oh, yeah. Frank mentioned that. <clears throat> yeah, Frank mentioned that. So, did you heard about Antonio Brown? Yeah, I don't understand this thing. Is it the same helmet issue that Brady had? Well, Brady didn't bring it up this year. So, last year he could use the helmet, and he did. This year he's got to use the new helmet. Uh, Antonio right. Brown's the same thing. He wants to be able to use his helmet until... And you know what? I think they kind of have a point. Um, because, like, in hockey, like, Char doesn't have to wear a visor because he's grandfathered in. If they're grandfathered in with something that they're comfortable using, isn't it really their decision? Whether they, or, or are we supposed to protect them from themselves? I don't I know. I know. Well, I I just think they, they could always sign something saying, I understand the risk and I want to just take those risks. You know, I'm making a voluntary decision, and that's it. You know? I mean, the league, I don't know why. you would think the league would just do that. I don't know why they would make a big deal about it. They'd just say, look, instead of blankly putting across, everybody got to use the helmet. Everybody knew the league got to use the new helmet. Now, if anybody wants to use the old helmet, they got to sign a waiver. Boom. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, hire me. I'll draft the waiver. It's not a big deal. Yeah. I mean, I did call the league offices for a while. I used to heckle the league offices the year Denver beat the Patriots and won the Super Bowl. And uh-huh. uh, the, the lady got hip to me calling because I used to call up. I remember when they were doing Deflate Gate. No, no, it wasn't Deflate Gate. It was, before, it was uh, they had that guy that was going to suspend Brady. Yeah, it was still the Flakegate. So they had that, that guy Berman or whatever the fuck his name was. I was leaving him messages. <laughs> the lady goes, hold please. And she puts on, then the Denver Broncos are the world champions. I'm like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She nailed my accent. Yeah, you, you you didn't you didn't camouflage it very well, I guess. Yeah. The crazy Boston guy leaving me all these voicemails. <laughs> uh, I gotta play this. Um, I gotta play this little uh, forty-second commercial for the um, the new station that we're gonna be on. So um, you want to cool. hear it? It's it's just a little promo yeah. spot that they, I need to play. So here, let's play it. Sounds good. Are you starving for comics? Do you covet the classics or the newest copies of our favorite comics? Ooh, that all-star Superman, Watchmen, and remember the Sandman? Heroes and Dragons can remedy that. They've been around for more than 30 years with the homegrown family atmosphere. Who's doing it like that? Marvel, DC, collectibles, toys it doesn't matter they have what you want go see them ask for york heroes and dragons located at 1807 bush river road columbia south carolina tell them to find life sent you yeah south carolina 
That's cool. Yeah. So that was those guys I was on then a couple weeks ago. Yeah, 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 and um, yeah, they seem like good guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm posting my stuff on their site, and so um, that's going well. And um, we're going to move the podcast onto their network, so uh, we won't be on Blog Talk Radio anymore. We'll be on their network. And then um, yeah, so that'll be. That's a. I'm ha- I'm excited about that, and we'll do that. We're in the process of doing that. Uh, oh, Patriots will just yeah. keep winning. Yeah. Well, st- uh, Mark was. Uh, I mean, uh, Frank was talking about the Red Sox some. So um, it's definitely yeah. uh, time to stop fucking around. You can't be losing to teams like the Angels, twelve to four, or whatever the hell happened last night. That was ridiculous. Poor Sello, I mean, you know, sometimes you got it and sometimes you don't. And he just, he was getting yeah. out, but, like, they were hard outs, you know what I mean? And uh, deep counts, and his pitches were up, and he's never good when he's up. And no. uh, he just he didn't have it, and they just left him in too long. Like, Cora is, like, becoming Terry Francona all of a sudden. Last year, he used to pull a guy right away. They were in trouble. He pulled them. Now he's leaving them in, leaving them in, and I don't understand it. Like, just take them out. They don't got it. I mean, if we're sitting there watching the same thing they're watching, I mean, how are they watching? Yeah, he left left them in. uh, What, did Porcello have a bad first inning again? I mean, that's the problem. Well, he did. I mean, but he got out of it. He let let up a three-run homer. Yeah. In the first inning. And then uh-huh. uh, they were climbing back into it. And and then it just, and you know, before you know, it's like, yeah, and then it's like, you know, seven to one. And, then, you know, and they get it a couple more runs. And then the bullpen just folds up. Yeah. Sale looked awesome the other night. I mean, they got a, they got a, at least him. They got um, uh, Price on the DL. Placello pitching lousy. So now you got Sale going, and you got Eddie Rodriguez going good. And Eduardo Rodriguez. They call him Eddie Rodriguez, but... Eduardo, and then uh, they casting thrust up every now and then. He's not as consistent, you know. That's why he's your number five guy. So they're gonna they brought up Ryan Johnson from AAA, and he's not a bad oh, no, softball. Not. So we'll see what happens. Ryan Johnson. You don't oh, like no. Johnson? Not really. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, he's I don't average. I don't remember him having that many great, great games. I mean, he... <laughs> no, he's, he gives you like one out of four that's good. Hopefully, Price is just on the injured list. For, I keep saying the disabled list. It's the injury list for 10 days. That was something with his wrist. So, we'll see what happens there. But, uh, Porcello, I mean, he's got to get the ball down. I don't know. It's got to be something mechanical. There's a reason he's not getting the ball down. He's too good of a pitcher. I mean, it's not that he's out of shape, and I don't think it's an injury because he doesn't seem to be injured. 
He's got great. I mean, he's got great mechanics. I don't understand why he's not getting the ball down. But it's just staying up. It's not going down for him. So it's his grip. There's something going on. And it's been going on. I mean, he's got 10 wins, but he's had some great starts, and then he has horrible starts. And uh, I think hopefully Sale can build off his last start because, I mean, he might only win 10 or 11 games and have 300 strikeouts this year. You know, I mean, that's (laughs) – he's been – He's been having trouble all year. He's like six on eleven, and uh, he's got over two hundred strikeouts. It's ridiculous. So yeah, it's just been a. It's I been mean, a down they, well, you know, the fifteen games behind the Yankees, or sixteen games behind the Yankees, and like it, that doesn't really matter. The thing that matters is getting back in the wild card race. You know. And the funny thing is, they're not really out of it. People are like, oh, this, this. no, they're not. They're not out of anything. Now with the number one lineup in baseball, and they got, say they got cash and a pitching good, Rodriguez and Sale for right now. Three out of five. And then is that enough though? And Kastner, you know the other two games, you need those. You need the lineup to win those games. It's asking you know? a lot. Well, the lineup's number one in the league. They got to start acting like it. They, they got to be within like four games. Out of the game. They got to be within Listen, four or five Yankees games. Bullpen's nasty. You know they get they get one of the starters in trouble. They can bring in. They get like four or five guys in their bullpen that they can bring in lefties, righties. They get two mm-hmm. two lefties, Zach Britton and uh, and uh, Chapman that are just you know either one of them could be a closer for anyone. Yeah. So that Yankees bullpen, you don't want to get into it. And the problem is uh, they score a lot of runs. So I mean, what do you want to do? They're going to score runs. They're going to get a lead. They're built. They're built to win massive amount of games. Yeah, the only, but they're not the only built way to, to win in September. I mean, October. Yeah. They're just not built for that. Their bullpen is, but their starting rotation is not. They have, like, Severino is their only ace, and he's not even pitching. He might be able to go three innings, they said, by the playoffs. So. Wow. They got, they got what? Couple good start. They didn't pull the trigger at the trade deadline, and everyone said they were gonna. I thought they were gonna. Yeah, everyone thought they were gonna get Stroman, and they didn't even get him. Went to the Mets. No. Yeah, the Mets did it. Which is weird because everyone thought they were gonna trade Syndergaard. No, well, the Mets didn't I mean, throw I, in the towel, and that's that's turning out to be very uh, big a big deal. Well, you know, why should they? They have enough money, and their fans are big enough. I mean, look at Frank. So <laughs> <laughs> they got big fans. Frank yeah. threw the towel in. Frank won. <laughs> Frank threw the towel in. When Frank throws a towel in, that's a pretty big towel. It is a big towel. It's a big deal when he throws it in. 
and it covers the field, you know. Uh, all right, well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go to a break, and then we'll come back. I got some good clips for you. Very good clips. Sounds so. good. Hang on. I'm gonna smoke some weed. The Law Office of Brandon S. Chabner, serving clients in Southern California with transactional legal services since 2007. We handle general, corporate, outside counsel type work, drafting and negotiating a wide variety of business and commercial contracts, including non-disclosure agreements, independent contractor agreements, and employment agreements. Our experience includes working with public and private companies and involves a broad range of industries, including healthcare, consumer products, real estate, and high technology. Mr. Chabner has over 20 years of legal experience, having worked for some larger national firms and serving as general counsel for a multi-million dollar private company here in Southern California before starting his own legal practice. His educational credentials include a law degree from UCLA, where he was on law review, undergraduate degree at Yale, where he graduated magna cum laude, and an MBA from Harvard Business School. Other areas of focus for Chabner Law include press release and business plan editing, pre-litigation matters, and debt and mortgage resolution work. You can contact us at 310-698-0740 and at dchabner at chabnerlaw.com. Like Chab Dog says that he was 100% right. He can take all comers. Murray, you got something good. Don't mess it up. I know, Lou. I mean, I've been happily married for 18 years. I mean, why do I want to start fooling around now? Listen, Murray, anybody who's been married 18 years and hasn't fooled around isn't normal. Ted, I was married 26 years and never fooled around. Oh, 26, yeah, but not 18. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand myself, Lou. I mean, what I have is wonderful. Why do I want something that's different? Can I, can I interrupt you? Let me, let me put it on terms you can understand. Now, let's say you're the Minnesota Vikings. And every time you play the Green Bay Packers, it's a, it's a great game. But that doesn't mean that's the only team you want to play. You don't want to play them every Sunday for the rest of your life. And you're the little Chicago Bears, Kansas City Chiefs, little Houston Oilers. Get your point, Ted. You not only made your point, you've listed the entire schedule of the Vikings away games. <laughs> you want to see her again? No, that's the thing. She invited me up to her apartment tonight. Her apartment? Her apartment? Well, end of discussion. Oh, she wants to sell me her piano. A piano? <laughs> her apartment after hours after work? End of discussion. Look, I need a piano. Mary. Take it from me. You don't want to play the piano. You want to play the Houston Oilers. Hi, gang. Hi, 
Got screams from the doorman. <laughs> Definite feeling of tension in the air. Was it my fault? Tell me. No, Are you something no. wrong? The horns, they upset you? No, I had nothing to do with that. Something about Phyllis, huh? Yeah. Aha. Uh -huh. oh, you want to talk about it? Yeah. Okay. We won't. You do? Yeah. You want to talk about it? Yeah. That's not like you. You never want to talk about it. Yeah, but I want to talk about this. Hey. Okay. Let's talk about it. Well, Phyllis thinks I'm a slob. She saw your room. Oh, just dinner. Oh, and your sloppiness is hurting your relationship. Yeah, you know she's coming to the Saturday night. I'm afraid I'll be uptight. I'll make mistakes and everything. That's why I want to discuss it with you. Let this be a lesson to you. That's it? That's how you discuss it? Let that be a lesson to you? What happened to sympathy? I feel sorry for you, Oscar. I feel bad for you, Oscar. She's wrong, Oscar. Right, All right, from now on, we go back there. I don't want to talk about it. Good, what's there to talk about? You're never going to change. Not if you live to be a million years, you'll never yeah, change. That's where you're wrong. I am going to change. Phyllis is a great girl, and I don't want to lose her. You watch me change. I'm telling you, come on in. From this moment on, I'm not going to be a slob anymore. That's it, I'm going crazy. <laughs> I gave up smoking and now my hearing's gone bad. I thought I just heard you say you didn't want to be a slob anymore. That's what you heard and I'm not crazy. Come on, sit Well, I'm not crazy. Since I stopped smoking, I've been getting very nervous and very hungry. Do you have any more food? I've got some rolls. Can I have them? Oscar, are you serious about wanting to change? I am going to change. Then take your sleeve out of the eggs. <laughs> You'll see. You'll love being neat. It's fun. We'll vacuum together. We'll dust together. I'll teach you to use glass wax. It'll be great. It'll be just like when I was a kid with my brother. They used to call us spick and span. <laughs> I'm going to try, and I don't expect miracles, all it's right? It's easy. You'll see. You'll love it. They were delicious. Do you have any more? <laughs> Come on. Work. I'll buy us some chocolate cigarettes. Let's go. It's going to be a great day for both of us. You're not going to smoke today, and I'm not going to be a slob anymore. <laughs> you'll, you can do it if you try. Look you. Hi, gang. Hi, Pete. Hi, Mr. Unger. What? 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 Look at this. This is the new Oscar Madison? It was me, but I had to look for something. For what? Survivors? <laughs> so the Red Cross is going to come in and serve donuts. I thought you wanted to change. I do, but I had to get some work done. I couldn't think about being neat. You have to think about being neat? Yeah. It should come naturally to you. Now yeah, we're back. <laughs> Sounds there, pretty Mark? good. Uh, well, I'm here. I know. Yes, I. I yeah, I, I try to mute it when the show, when the, uh, you know, the ads are on, or the. Um, yeah, no. The clips. Yeah, yeah. I'm usually laughing so hard. Yeah. <laughs> Take your sleeve out of the eggs, Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
Trout's looking like he might get MVP, huh? 39 home runs, 92 I know. RBIs. He's got he's got some crazy numbers as usual. The guy's the guy's a machine, isn't he? Seems like it. Um, if he's not the MVP, it seems like he's in the talk for it every year. Yeah, too bad um, he's not playing on a better team. <laughs> well, I mean, it's you know they 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 spend the money. It seems like they do anyways. They got that guy Otani. They, yeah, they got they got uh, pool holes. <clears throat> pools, yeah, they spent the money. They got pool holes, so I mean, I don't understand. They don't have yeah, they not. don't have they don't have good pitching, do they? I don't think their pitching's any good. I think they have a couple of good pitches. It just seems like they're not as deep as the other teams, and maybe maybe the manager's not as. I mean, they had a. Uh, Who'd they have Socha for years, right? Yeah, then they got rid of good. him, right? Or he left? I I don't know who's the manager. I don't know now. how that ended. But the manager they have now, I mean, they have, it seems like they have a good lineup. They had a good team. But well, they're not they're, getting they're the results. They're too far behind. Their season's, yeah, their season's just basically over, you know, at this point. Yeah. It, uh, well, the I, Red I Sox guess... are getting uh, getting there quickly. Um, you know, they need to win today. They need to start. Yeah. And get back into contention because. Yeah. You know, being six back is not where you want to be. Six back. It's not a lot. Teams. They're back at two teams. Right. Also. That's the problem. That's the problem. It's not just one team; it's two teams. I think. I think so, that you come into September, you do not want to be more than four games back of two teams. No, no, you want to yeah. be like one or two. You want to be right there. And mm. uh, this mm. guy Otani, he's got more gear on than uh, a friggin' night going to joust. Got a big oh, pad got on his hand, on his elbow. He's got pads on. Oh, we got a we got another oh, caller yeah. in. Oh, cool. Hello, hello. Yeah. You're welcome to Chap Dog Sports Talk. <laughs> Thank you so much for the welcome. Is that Shohei Otani you're speaking of? Yeah. What's up, Eric? Hey, Mark. <laughs> hey, it's a beautiful day, Mark. How are you doing? Great. How you doing? Yeah, fantastic. Yes, we we have the velvety uh, tones of Eric the Well Red on right now. Nice. That's the way to get the podcast right to number one. (laughs) Yeah, Burgundy has the number one podcast just because of his voice. So when Eric comes on the podcast, numbers jump. Oh, yeah. Yes, the numbers numbers jump. Who do you think uh, Ron Burgundy is? My cameo. The numbers uh, jump and the women women's skirts start opening up. Yeah, well, the, the panties uh, fall. Women, numbers the, jump and the panties yeah. fall. The panties drop. <laughs> That's right. So I went to see uh, a movie so last looks, night in a theater. What, what, movie? what did you see? Once Upon a Time in L.A. 
Well, oh, sorry, Hollywood. I heard that. Huh. that Hollywood. I heard that was good. Was that good? It was Quentin Tarantino directed, and it was fantastic. Yes, five stars. I have to see it. Yes. Cool. Yeah. I thought I, I, I don't want to give away the ending, but the ending was. Oh, you did. Well, this was a tearjerker too at the end. But what, what yeah. was your tearjerker? I went with my my family. Uh, my wife picked it out. My son liked it. It was just too sad, though. It was this movie about a race car driver. It was called something about driving in the rain. Um, it was a, about really? a guy and a, and a dog, and um, the wife died, and they tried to take the, the kid away from the race car driver because he wasn't ever at home. And I was it was it was very sweet and everything, and I liked the race car driving scenes, but it was too sad. Do NASCAR? Uh, yeah, NASCAR. Or Formula One, Formula One. Oh, the art of racing in the rain. Yes, yes, yes. But there wasn't oh, yeah. a parent. Kevin Costner, Amanda, Seyfried, Milo, I can't name, I can't pronounce, Martin Donovan. Mm-hmm. Through his bonds with his owner, aspiring Formula race car driver, Denny Golden Retriever Enzo. Learns that yeah. the techniques needed on the racetrack can also be used successfully to navigate the journey of life. Wow. Very deep. You know do you know who was in Very it deep. though? The guy that the guy from the Sopranos was in it. He played there was a guy that you remember the guy in the Sopranos that played Mikey Palmici? That yeah. guy? He was a good actor. Tony Stapledon. Yeah, he was he was the Italian uh, uh, Ferrari executive that recruited the the driver at the end to, to race for Ferrari, and uh, oh cool, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. So, uh, you know, it was it was fine. I'm, uh, but uh, I, I want to see that Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah, it was set in uh, it was Los Angeles, nineteen sixty nine. And so all the cars, all the stores, all the no, sides, cool. everything was done to just not so detail that only Tarantino could do. You know, obsessive compulsive disorder detail. So he got all that, all those things right. And then he mixes in uh, the Manson family murders. Oh my God! Really? Yeah. That 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 ties in, in with. That that ties in with what I was going to talk about today, which was uh, playing. I wanted to play a, a Matt Helm clip with uh, Sharon Tate in it. Well, and that's 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 part of the movie. Yeah, that's part of the movie. Last night was that movie, that Matt Helm movie oh. that we and we were just talking about Matt Helm the other day, and I didn't even know that Sharon Tate was in. <laughs> oh one yeah. Of oh yeah, she was she was uh, played this Danish uh, assistant that met him when he went to Dan- Denmark and. Uh, oh man, she is so beautiful. I, I Sharon Tate is just wasn't she beyond. She's gorgeous. Oh. She beat up uh, Susie Wong. She beat up Susie Wong in the movie. Remember Susie Wong? Oh really? Wong, the Asian girl. Yeah. Well, at the yeah. end of that uh, Matt Helm film, and Matt Helm's all over the Danish girl. Yeah, you know, Danish woman there. They have a thing for being sexy, right, Mark? You know, Danish woman. You think Danish woman and Norwegian oh, yeah. woman? You think sexy? <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Yeah, hey, you want to hear? So there in the movie. In, in fact, yeah, that's that's it. I'll tell you more about the. Mm-hmm. Here's some Matt oh, Helm. Here, here's some. Here's some Matt Helm and Sharon Tate, the beautiful Sharon Tate.
out of the car. Your hands in the air, please. Wait just Your a minute. identification. Wait just a minute. Just a minute. I'm Freya Carlson from the Danish Tourist Bureau. Oh, for heaven's sakes, put that silly gun away. This happens to be Matt Helm, one of America's most distinguished photographers. Well, that may be true, but... No he... news from the Chateau yet. Uh, have you had your dinner? Look, Miss Carlson, we've just received reports of a, an explosion and a homicide in this building that your Mr. Helm was leaving so hastily. Well, I would say leaving the air of an explosion hastily is an extremely sensible reaction. Uh, it must have been, it must have been the horrifying... Will you shut up? Come along, sir. I'm only trying to help... Don't do me a favor. You're helping me right into death row. Why don't you split? Go call the American Embassy. I'm not running out on you. Please do me a favor. Run out, huh? Dessert. 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 Please, dessert. Hi, Mr. Helm. What a pleasant surprise. I hope so. What is all this? Excellency, we're checking an explosion and a homicide. And... Then I suggest that you get on with it. I'll vouch for Mr. Helm. Yes, Excellency. Mr. Helm, I am Count Massimo Contini. I know you by your reputation, of course. Count Contini, I've been trying to get in touch with you for days. We wanted permission to photograph your chateau. That would be my pleasure. Shall we say 10 o'clock tomorrow morning? Yes, fine, 10 o'clock. Who we? We, we, what's we? Us, you and me. Hmm. My orders from the tourist bureau are to work directly under you. Direct them. The first order is to get out of here. Yes, We're stuck. Oh, what? We're stuck. We're stuck? Yes. Good. Is that all you've got to say? Yes, that was Matt Helm and Sharon Tate, starring with Dean Martin. She was in, uh, she was in a few movies. Did you ever see Beyond the Valley of the Dolls? I yeah. did not. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah. You got to watch that. Was it Beyond the Valley of the Dolls or was it The Valley of the Dolls or Beyond the Valley of the Dolls? Or the Valley of the Dolls? Or yeah. It was either, yeah, yeah I forgot. Was... It was either Beyond or, or it was The Valley of the Dolls. It was like 1966, I think. And yeah. uh, she, wasn't, uh, she, she, she wasn't wearing a lot of clothes in that one. Oh. She's had this body, this incredible, yeah. and kind of a magnetism about her. Uh, just one of those anatomically uh, perfect bodies with, you know, really thin legs and uh, great curves everywhere. But, but and, curvy, and, yeah, know. she wasn't, yeah, curves, but she wasn't like a two-by-four. So she had, you know, she was petite, but she had hips. She had breasts. Yeah, yeah. But, it's she had kind this, of, you know, 
itty-bitty ways. But, it was the but her, her legs, her, her legs were nice and her, her, her legs were nice and thin. You know, it was like uh, kind of like. But not I, too thin. They weren't bird legs either. No, but they were very no. compared to her. Like uh, on the rest of on her body, they looked fantastic. But they're good legs. On another body, yeah. it would look so good. Yeah, and if you saw her in a bathing suit, you would you would definitely notice her. The front, the front was well, very impressed too. Well, thank goodness for the internet. The, I believe they call that the rack. <laughs> yeah. Gotta be polite. Yeah, the rack. Yeah, it's a uh, world class rack. And it's and a beautiful rack. Awesome. Kind of that, uh, kind of that fake Why was the red? So in the first inning. The Angels got the bases loaded with nobody out, and they scored one run. Cashner got Pujols to hit into a double play. But then, why why would the Red Sox trade for a guy Owings or pick up a guy Owings? They must have picked him up. He was hitting 133. 133? Why would they pick up they someone hitting 133? Yeah, he just let off the game. <laughs> yeah, I guess he was on the Royals. Really? He was on I'm the Royals, I guess. Blinders. Owings. I, well, yeah. They know. They must Maybe know something we don't. I don't think he's good. He looks like he sucks. Pretty sure he sucks. <laughs> I mean, Andy Raphael Devers is up right now. He's hitting three sixteen. Uh, one. That's like. Uh, that's good. One thirty three is mm-hmm. not good. It's below the Mendoza line. I'm sorry. What were you going to say, Eric? I said it's below the Mendoza line. Give me something about the Sox. 133. Yeah, 133 is very bad. No. Okay. So the movie you saw, Eric, was talking about the Manson situation, the Manson murders? The Mansons were in it. Yeah, yeah. In fact, they, they characterized the family in the movie. So Charles Manson has a bit part, but then a couple of the girls and Tex, you know, the people who actually did the murders were, yeah, they have characters in the movie. Did they go into like... But they couldn't turn... Yeah. Go ahead. I just always wondered why they, why did they target Sharon Tate and, you know, was there any logical reason that happened? Yeah, they explained that. So in Tarantino's movie, it's about Brad Pitt, who's a, you know, getting near the end of his cowboy actor career in the late 60s. He had a successful TV show, which was fictitious, made for the movie. So he lives next door to the house that Roman Polanski and Tate were renting next door up in the hills. Uh-huh. And it, they, the movie begins in February, and it says right, you know, right at the beginning, it says it's February 69. It dates where it is. And the people who were there previously for the previous three years was Brian Wilson and one of his producers lived in the house. And so oh, and, and oh, while they were Beach living in Boys. the house, yeah, Beach Boys. And so while they were living there, uh, Charles Manson, you know, got a referral to go over there because he wanted to, he thought he had a hit record, a hit song, and he wanted to break it big. And so these guys gave him a rehearsal and listened to his music and said, you know, you're a nice dude, but you suck. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then I, I guess 
So then he comes up. Uh, so then Man- uh, Manson comes back one last time to see him in, in January or February after they moved out and gets told, you know, not impolitely, but just gets told to beat it. You know, this guy doesn't live here anymore. You have to go, go somewhere else. And then for some unknown reason, uh, he decides to take revenge and sends the family up and they say, well, these good people don't live here anymore. I says, I don't care. Kill them all. Kill, kill, kill whoever's in the house. Just murder them all. So he didn't know it was Sharon Tate. Wow. So, so if, if Brian Wilson had not moved, he might've been the one killed. Oh yeah. They, they would have killed. Yeah. They would have killed. Oh, looks like that's who he wanted to kill. Yeah. He wanted Brian Wilson. He wanted the producer in the house. He wanted everybody else in there. But the orders were also that, hey, fate is fate, and you just get up there and it's a house, just kill whoever's there. Yeah. And, and do your, you know, <clears throat> do your devil stuff, which the girls interpreted as, as using. I thought it was just a blood. random thing, but I guess it was very not random. Well, it just reminds us that, you know, this violence thing and this random thing in America is nothing new. This is part of entwined in our history. You know, we, we, like to portray and our media likes to portray this myth that we're this benign society and that we're so, you know, violence is so extraordinary and never happens. And, and it's not true. I mean, Mark, you, you know, you've, I've enjoyed hearing the stories of, of a lot of your life and growing up and your father, and, but a lot of that involves some intense violence. <laughs> I mean, you survived, nobody got murdered, but you know what I mean? And yeah. Happy no, people you died. Childhood. You loved your father. People did you loved die, though. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but not at your hands. Not at his hands. No, no, they disappeared. None, none the court, none the I don't know. <laughs> we didn't talk about it. Uh, of course. But yeah, people disappeared, and I, I, I didn't ask questions. So yeah. Well, that's, was, that's, uh, that's very serious stuff back then. And but everyone says well, to me, "How come you're always fooling around, Mark? How come you're always fooling around?" I mean, because this is not serious. When I was a kid, it was serious. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I was very careful what I said and what I did. Believe me. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, you had to be, and you knew why. And, you know, yeah. the gangs, the people doing the killing might have changed, but the killing's still the same. It's still, you know, these are still groups. They're not our, you know, the old Italian groups anymore, or yeah. Irish. Or well, now. Other clubs that used no, to run Russian. It's different people. It's, it's MS-13. Chinese mafia, right? John Wick really portrays the Russians how how you know serious oh. they are. They're into a lot, mainly sex trade. It seems like and drugs. Yeah, that and um, what's that Denzel Washington film where he's an Uber driver in Boston? Oh yeah. Excellent, the equalizer. Equalizer, yeah, uh, that, that equalizer sets, too. Uh, yeah, equalizer too sets a lot of Russian um, mafia motion, organized crime. Yeah, located in Boston. Well, the first one plot as well. Six of them, and uh, he times it, and that was my favorite scene in that movie. I, I really. I, uh, it showed how OCD he was because he was clicking uh, the door lock, and they were they were calling him uh, uh, basically black in in Russian, you know. And uh, they didn't know that he knew what they were saying, you know. 
And uh, so, I mean, he killed him like nothing. And when the when the Russian expert came in, he was excellent in that movie. The first Equalizer, I thought, was the best. And uh, he gave yeah, little Joey a beat in ending. this Boston, yeah, in Boston Sand and Gravel. And the guys, the detective's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, I'm letting them know I'm here. And he was pulling a tooth out of his hand. And I'm like, I've done that. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Yeah, you just do it. You just look down at your hand and there's a tooth sticking out of it. You just pull it out. People are like, what do you mean you pulled that out? I'm like, yeah, you just pull it out. You just It's not supposed to be there. It's just a reaction. Well, I had some flesh hanging out of my hand one time. I got bit by a dog. And I just oh. I flushed it down the toilet. I mean, what are you supposed to do with it? You're not going to stuff it back in your hand. It's not going to fit. Just flush. That's true. That's true. Oh, there. By the way, there was a dog in the movie last night, and he uh, figured prominently. She, her name was Ruby. Uh, Brad Pitt's mm. dog. What a life that guy's had, huh? Brad Pitt. He's made quite a few movies. Doesn't seem. Yeah. I think he fucked up with Jennifer Aniston, though. She seemed. I mean, maybe she's crazy. Who the fuck knows, right? But well, I mean, I think he married the crazy one. We don't know who they're actors. I don't know who they are. I mean, I haven't met them, but I don't don't expect that however you see them on the screen is anything close to who they are as a person. They're whacking. Yeah, and Angelina Jolie seems like... It's yeah. totally whacked. Who, who was the girl I, that I was agoraphobic? Disrespectful. That was, uh, what, Nicole Kidman? No, Kim Basinger. Oh, no. Please. One of them. Kidman's the Kim Basinger. She's yeah, no. beautiful. Yeah. Imagine she was scared to leave her house. And she was so gorgeous. Is it one of the Bennings? Uh, Maybe in that Benning, too. It's been more than one. What are we looking at? Well, there's more than one. What was she afraid of? Agoraphobic. They were afraid to leave the house. What? I I believe it was Kim Basinger. Agoraphobic. Yes. Afraid to leave the house. That rings a bell with uh, one of the Bennings, too. Annette Benning or Juliet Benning? I'm sure there's more than one of them, yeah. Annette Benning was Yeah, well, just uh, think Warren about Beatty. it. And maybe everywhere that... Love oh. Warren Beatty. She, they got that. Yeah. But imagine these girls, probably everywhere they went, everyone was staring at them, so maybe they did get paranoid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so possible. Kim Basinger was... I don't a, know. Yeah, she was beautiful. She was in Nine and a Half Weeks with Mickey Rourke. Maybe she was damaged from that movie. That's the old Mickey Rourke. I don't Rourke. know. Yeah, there, I, there's, there's Mickey Rourke the way he looked in that movie, and there's Mickey Rourke the way he looked in uh, <laughs> Freak uh, Show. The, the, uh, oh, <laughs> the, re- the wrestler. What happened Remember him? the wrestler? Was that, I think he was in a really was bad, that bad plastic really surgery bad or something? Well, it was a horrible mm. car accident. <laughs> okay. Well, because uh, yeah. it looks like he did like a ton oh. of growth hormones because his hands got enormous. And uh, yeah. him and Stallone look like, you know. Uh, but I do love those Expendables, Expendables movies. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Well, he didn't get in a horrible accident. It was but, somewhere uh, before that. The Expendables are great. 
So yeah, um, he was trying to be someone normal in that movie. Oh, they just keep bringing in, you know, new people into those movies, bigger actors, and you're like, who's in it now? Harrison Ford's in it? What? You know, Bruce Willis is in it. Chuck Norris is in it. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, they have everybody in it. It's really good. Oh, and then they're really good. um, uh, What's her name? There's there's a couple of gals, really ladies in there. Um, Yeah, Ronda Rousey was in it. Yeah, that's about uh, also um, Dame Edna. Not Dame Edna. The um, ah, she's in the Asian girl was beautiful. The wife that cuts her thief and her lover. Remember that movie, Chad Dax? The wife that cuts her thief and her lover? Yeah. Uh, I heard about that. I don't think I ever saw that one. Who's the lead actress in that movie? That's what I'm thinking of. Uh, well, she's in the she's in the, she's in the I mean, she plays a pretty big part for an old lady. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. I think my favorite well, all-time, though, is Tombstone. Oh, yeah. I I still yeah, say Tombstone's the best. Movie. He's in the movie, like, yeah, Val is my favorite, though. Val Kilmer is just so... Such a ball-busting, cocky oh. prick, and I love it. I just loved it. I I loved it when Johnny Ringo was flipping his gun around, and then Val Kilmer just flips his cup around. First he starts arguing in Latin with him, and then he just starts flipping his cup around. It's like, fuck you and you stupid gun tricks. I'll put one in your chin. You know? Uh-huh. It just, it's beautiful. It was just, it was a beautiful scene. I love it when he was getting a shave. And he's like, you know, starting with Wyatt Earp. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm your Huckleberry. Oh, no, 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 I'm, my fight's not with you. And he's like, oh, yeah, it is. He's like, oh, really? The best. And I'm he's like, Huckleberry. go ahead, stay wearing. Yeah, he got the gun in his hand already. He's like dying to shoot him. Like so excited to do it. I love that movie. John Ringo, you look like somebody just walked all over your grave. That's right. <laughs> when John uh, Ringo thought he was going to get Wyatt Earp and instead he had to deal with yeah. Doc Holliday. <laughs> Yeah, because he would have been at Wyatt Earp, because Wyatt Earp used the long gun. So he used the quick draw gun. So Doc Holliday had two guns, and he had a real small gun that was very fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see that he, knew one he, coming. he knew he could outdraw Johnny Ringo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know, that, so that, that was, was a great, great movie. movie. That's like yeah. a, that's a western. Uh, Morgan was uh, a big actor, and we're forgetting Sam Elliott was Virgil. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Morgan was Bill, uh, the Bill guy pa- from Bill, Twister. Bill Paxton. Bill Pullman. Bill Paxton. Bill, Bill Paxton. Oh, Paxton, right? Bill Paxton. Yeah. Yeah, Bill yeah. Paxton. Excellent actor. Oh, you yeah. Know, uh, I really liked that. Uh, they had a great cast in that movie. And who was, who was so, the other brother? Wasn't there another brother, too? Oh, Morgan, yeah. Which one was Morgan? Yeah, he was, was uh, that, I'm was not Mike? sure who he was for an actor, but he was, was good. Was that Michael, uh, was that Michael Moore, um, what's his name? 
I don't know. There's another. The He's other been actor, in a, quite was, a few movies. I've seen him before in a lot of stuff. Yeah, I, just I can't I, think of his name. Michael Madsen. Is it Michael Madsen? Madsen? No, yeah. no, he's uh, Michael Madsen. Michael Madsen. Oh, he's, he's uh, isn't he? He's the guy from uh, yeah, but he was he was a bad guy. No, I think oh, he was one of the guys. He was in the movie. Well, Johnny Ringo was um, the guy from Navy Seals. He's, yeah, uh, the good guy in Navy Seals. And they had they had Powers Booth. He's a big actor. Oh yeah, he's good. He was Curly oh, yeah, Bill. Oh Vietnam. Yeah, Powers Booth. Curly Bill. <laughs> <laughs> What was that movie? Fuck me. Those army guys uh, down in Louisiana. And oh, Southern Comfort. Come after. Southern Comfort. Southern Comfort. Southern Comfort. Yeah, Power yeah. Booth was uh, in that movie as well. Yeah, that was a great movie. David Carradine was in that yeah, one. Or Keith Carradine. I found Keith some. Carradine. Uh, Keith Carradine. I found some more of that uh, Sammy Davis Jr. You want to hear it? I got a shorter, a little longer clip. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Put you on speakerphone here. Oh. Make sure I keep busting nuts, nigga. Um, do I? Hold on. Cue it up again here. That's crystal meth. Yeah. Suck it off till I shake and come, nigga. Make sure I keep busting nuts, nigga. All over your face and stuff. Wow, that's kind of dirty. I forget that song. Now what was it like the two live crew or something? <laughs> oh, I don't remember that. Oh, I think we lost Derek um, again. I don't know what happened. He dropped uh, off. He probably yeah. Well, did, did, did that really have Jimmy it all? Davis? That was good, Derek. Sure sounds like him. What was that? I mean, that I've was, never uh, heard. It, it's been such a long time since I've been able to hear something so vile, and yet it's just—it's an enigma. I mean, I, is it Sammy Davis Jr.? But regardless, who would have made that? And what is it part of? I have no idea. I just found it. Oh, I've heard that song before. Yeah, I can't think of it. So it's oh, a have? female that sings it. Yeah, uh-huh. it's a female singer. I that's, can't that's think That's a woman? It. Yeah, like my pussy yeah, and my like crack. Yeah, that's a female. Well, it, it's something that a woman would say, but that's I thought that was a, a male voice. A yeah, guy would say suck my, you know. <laughs> well, it could be a transgendered person, right? you know. Uh, uh, her name is too. Uh, that was like '80s rap or something. '90s rap. That's old. Really? That sounds like something out of the '70s. Yeah. I think it was yeah, someone with LL Cool J or something. I really do. I, I can't remember exactly, but I'll find out. I'll find out. My sister will know. She's into that shit. Well. Yeah, she likes Tupac and all that stuff. 
Mark, I got to listen to Led Zeppelin. I got the Cheech and Chong um, song, uh, car scene, if you want to hear that. Hell yeah, we love Cheech and Chong. I remember that. We it's America. That. It's kind of long, but oh, um, yeah. it's funny. Hey, you know what I do got, though, man? I got a joint, man. Oh, wow. All yeah. right. Light it up, let's get Chinese eyes, man. What kind of joint is this, man? Oh, it's a heavy duty joint, man. Oh, it looks like a toothpick, man. No, it's not a toothpick, man. No, hey, it is a toothpick, man. Oh, man, it just. It is a toothpick. I must got it in the other pocket, man. Hold on, man, I got the little shit right here, man. Oh, that's my dick. Yeah, there we go. Hey, there you go, man. Let that sucker up, man. We'll go to the moon. Jeez, I hope your dick's bigger than this, man. Hey, man, you want to get out and walk, man? Hey, you want to get high, man? This high duty got wooden balls, man. I got a joint here, man. I've been saving for a special occasion. Yeah, hey, I hope the drums don't mess up your upholstery, man. Nah, I'm in a band too, man. Oh, are you? Yeah, I'm a lead singer, man. Ah, oh, that's it. Yeah, we play everything from like Santana to El Chicano, man. You know, like everything. Hey, I'm just a love machine. And I don't work for nobody but you. I'm just a love machine. And I don't work for nobody but you. When my temperature rise and then I go for her thighs. And then I say, welcome my Guacamole, Machu! Hijo de la chinga! Is that a joint, man? <laughs> I got that. It looks like a, a quarter pounder, man. <laughs> Let's have hey, be careful with that shit, man. Uh, well, is it heavy stuff, man? <laughs> Will it blow me away? <laughs> yeah, put your seatbelt on, man. man that much. I've been smoking since I was born, man. I can smoke anything, man. You know, like I smoked that Michoacan, man, Acapulco Gold, man. I even smoked that tight stick, you know? Tight stick? Yeah, you know, that stuff is tied to a stick, you know? Oh, yeah, tight stick. Yeah, that ain't even do nothing to me, man. I could probably smoke this whole joint, man, and still walk away, man. Wouldn't be no problem at all, man. Choke, choke it up, man. <laughs> Kinda grabs you by the boo boo, don't it? Hey, man. What? What? Oh! <laughs> it was in this shit, man. Mostly Maui Wowie, man. Yeah? But it's got some Labrador in it. What's Labrador? It's dog shit. What? Yeah, my dog ate my stash, man. I had it on the table and the little motherfucker ate it, man. Yeah? So I had to follow him around the little baggie for three days before I got it back. It really blew the dog's mind. You mean we're smoking dog shit, man? You're up in your yeah, yeah, I know. I think it's even better than before, you know? Yeah, I wonder what Great Dane tastes like, man. Ah, man. That's some heavy shit, man. Ah. 
man. Am I driving okay? I think we're parked, man. God damn, I was in that shit, man. I never had no dope like that before in my life, man. That's the heaviest shit I ever smoked, man. I mean, I smoked a lot of shit before, man. But God damn, man, that's heavy shit. You okay? I can't breathe. What's your man? I can't breathe, man. We're just... We're here. Hey, man. Oh. Hey, hey, I got something to mail you out, man. You're just freaking oh. out. Here. here. I never smoked no shit like that before. Take these, what? man. Take these. This will mail you out, man. What is that, man? I'm just taking them, man. Oh. Hey, hey, don't take those, man. What? I almost gave you the wrong shit, man. Hey, man, I already took them, man. <laughs> hey, what do you mean? <laughs> wow, man. Hey, what was that shit, man? You just ate the most acid I've ever seen anybody eat in my life. Hey man, I never had no acid before, man. Jeez, I hope you're not busy for about a month. <laughs> Shit, I'm gonna die, man. That's what's gonna make me die, oh, man. man. No, that's good acid. Hey man, man, I never had it before, man. That's hey, gonna make me die. Well, it's gonna make me freak out, no, man. man. I've seen those guys walk around my neighborhood have too many acid, man. Their head looks like a pumpkin hey, like that, man. Wow, relax, man. Hey, mellow out, man. Now just go. Oh, what? Do it, man. Oh, oh, oh. Mellow. Oh, mellow. 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 Yeah. You better now, man? Yeah. You mellow? Yeah. You feel all right, huh? Yeah. No! <laughs> what are you doing, man? Sometimes that helps, man. Hey, listen, can we get off this street, man? Listen, we're parked in the back. That's heavy, man. The cops just went by, man. Hey, hey, the hey man, we're being pulled over. Yeah, man. Hey, man. Hey, they're coming, man. Hey, that shit was cool, man. I never had it before, man. I didn't think it was going to be like this, man. Woo! Uh, what's the problem, son? Hey, ah! Roll down your window. What? Keep on knocking, but you can't come in. Let me in. Don't let me in. Wait, I gotta roll down the window, man. There you go. Where's the anchor? How much did it weigh? I don't know. I forgot. You forgot? <laughs> I saw that on the movie. <laughs> I gotta wait. Get the, get the Can I see your license, sir? What? Your license. Where's your license? It's on the bumper, man, back there, man. No, I mean your driver's license. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I got my driver's license, man. <laughs> that just sounded so real funny, man. Hey, your mama. <laughs> Sir, what is your name? What? What's your name? Isn't it on there on the license, man? Yeah, that's it, Pedro de Pacas, man, that's my name. Uh, <laughs> just wait here a minute, huh? <laughs> hey, hurry back, I miss you already, darling. <laughs> Come on, man, I gotta get rid of this dope, man. Don't act a fool. Oh, okay. We're gonna get fucked up, my
I'm blind! Oh shit, I'm blind! I'm so blind! Hey, hey, blind! I can see clearly now, baby! Hey, how long does this shit last? And what is your name, sir? Excuse me. Well, I told you my name, man. Sir? What's your name? Hey, what's your name, man? The dude wants to know your name, man. Uh, his name is Ralph, man. <laughs> wow. Classic. There it, is. there it is. Yeah, that was classic. <laughs> oh, my God. I was laughing so many times. Had me laughing <laughs> so many different times. So we're smoking dog shit? Yeah, man. I was following my Labrador around for three days. <laughs> I wonder what Great Dane tastes like. I wonder what Great Dane <laughs> tastes like. Right How about you. Dachshund? What is Dachshund? Oh, thing? man. I don't know. <laughs> I ain't smoking dog shit. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, man, you just ate more acid than anyone I've ever seen in my life. I hope we're not busy for the next month. For our next month. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, that was so good. That is a terrible feeling, that, that panic feeling, you know? <laughs> when you when you're you're wondering if you did yourself some serious damage. Yeah, and then he's calming him down. And then he's like, "Rah!" This <laughs> 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 fucking classic. <laughs> he's like, "I don't know. Sometimes that helps, man." <laughs> fucking, they were great together. Oh my god, that's not a joint. This is a joint. <laughs> Uh, I, I've been saving this for a special occasion. Yeah. How am I driving? And I think you parked, man. <laughs> oh, God, wow. my face hurts. So, I'm laughing so hard. So, uh, yeah, it looks Mark, like the Patriots are going to be dominant on defense. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'll text you the information, uh, like when we're getting it. Well, the exact time, but I think it's like 4:45. At Del- it's Delta Terminal. Oh, okay. You know, on Saturday. Cool. Yep. 4:45. Delta. That's Terminal A. No problemo. Yeah. And uh, I have your number, so I can just. You know, text you or call you when yeah, we're there. Yeah, just shoot me a text. Uh, yeah, shoot me a text. Um, but um, yeah, otherwise, four forty-five Saturday. I'll see you. Yeah, be wearing 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 your Patriots shirt or something, so we we know who who you are. Oh yeah, you know <laughs> you know it's me. All the most of the liveries are black. I got a white Lincoln, so. Oh. There's a few oh. white cars, but they all got writing on them. Mine's just a white car, just a big white Lincoln. I'll, I'll be wearing my uh, Bruins hat or something. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll see you guys. It's uh, easy, easy. 
It's a small terminal. Piece of cake. Yeah. So we lost uh, Eric again? Oh, he hung up. Yeah, I guess we lost Eric, yeah. So that was He doesn't nice want to talk about football. I know, but he doesn't want to talk football. The Redskins are so bad. I mean, they're, yeah. they're less relevant than the Dolphins, aren't they? That's hard to do, but I probably uh, – who's their quarterback? They, Alex Is Alex Smith still hurt? Well, I mean, uh, the compound fracture, I don't think that's, uh, uh, you know, you're back within a certain amount of months. I think that depends on the individual. So if he's not, they, they said if he's that not, could be career-threatening. If he's not ready to go, then uh, I don't even know who their quarterback is. It's got to be that kid that was the backup that broke his leg, but I don't think he broke it as bad. And he bro- they yeah. both broke their ankles, but Alex Smith was, like, career-threatening, which is sad because the guy's a good quarterback, and you don't want to see any – Anyone yeah. with any talent getting hurt. You don't want to see anyone getting hurt like that. But, I mean, it seemed like uh, at the beginning of the Patriots-Lions game, uh, the kid uh, cursed the wide receiver from Seattle. He's on uh, Detroit now, and he looked like he broke his leg. Yeah, I like yeah, uh, I like that. Alex Smith. <clears throat> I always thought he was pretty good. You know, I'm surprised, actually, there's not more broken bones in the NFL. These guys are going so fast, and then they're just turning, and they're just, you know, you're caught in the wash. These guys, some of these guys. The Patriots got a guy named Skipper. He's playing left tackle. He's 6'9", 325. 6'9". I mean, what the fuck? He's 6'9". Yeah, and he's just now he's... Just a big guy now. You know, as long as arms must be, he must be able to block you around the world. Yeah. But uh, it looks like, yeah, from what I was told, that they're going to move Tooney out to left tackle. Uh, a little line talk. Scott Necky is the man, so he'll figure it out. And they well, might have uh, win play left guard. We should do a. A broadcast or something for the Steelers uh, Patriots opener. That'll be that'll be enjoyable. I think we should, you know, and you could do the yeah. Steelers because um, uh, uh, and so they actually have some rookies this year. Um, the first round pick, Nikhil Harry uh, from Arizona State, wide receiver. He had a couple catches. He looks good. Six three wide receiver. Uh, they just like I said, they don't have a good tight end. Ben Watson's old, and uh, they need to trade for a left tackle. So maybe the Redskins will help us out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we gotta go. We're hitting the hitting the eleven o'clock hour. So uh, I'm gonna send us off with uh, a, a cool uh, Bobby Darren song. And uh, this probably sums up how much you love uh, Tom Brady, this song, okay? Sounds good. Have a great yeah, week. So I'll, I'll, I'll talk see to you Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, looking forward All to right, it. All right, cool. All right. More than the greatest love the world has known. 
This is the love that I give to you alone More than the simple words I try to say I only live to love you more each day More than you'll ever know My arms long to hold you So my life will be in your keeping Waking, sleeping, laughing, weeping Longer than always is a long, long time But far beyond forever You'll be mine I know I never lived before And my heart is very sure No one else could love you more Than the greatest love The world has known This is the love that I give to you Alone More than the simple words I try to say I only live to love you more each day More than you'll ever know My arms got to hold you So my life will be in your keeping Waking, sleeping, laughing, weeping Longer than always is a long, long, long time But far beyond forever 